Hello, and welcome to a Mind Matters podcast presented by A Light for Change, where we discuss the who, what, where, why, and how we as a community can make positive changes. The when is up to all of us, and it starts with you. Before I start, let's get into a positive zone, and I'll share my thoughts on a question from Graduate Thrivers, Positive Addison Zone Cards. The card drawn is pink for reflection, and the question is, what do you do for exercise? I don't often allot myself a lot of time to specifically exercise, so I've taught myself to incorporate it into my daily movement. I don't just bend to pick something up. I squat. I dance while I sweep. I wall sit when I fold laundry. I do barre poses while I'm doing the dishes and leg raises while I'm cooking. I could definitely incorporate more upper body somehow now that my children don't need me to carry them around. I could also use to motivate myself to run, bike, or blade to help increase my lung strength and stamina. People will probably say, hey, don't you do yoga? That's exercise. But for me, yoga is more for alignment than it is exercise. This is season two, The Role We Play, episode 16. Sorry, episode 17. Be willing to bring your soul to radiating, energetic light. A soul exists inside each one of us. Though we are still trying to prove it, we acknowledge it as undeniable. Like a child trapped in the prison of their mind, it cries out to us. It has conversations with our emotions, our body, and our consciousness. Most of us ignore the authentic voice of our soul but if you are willing to give it credence, it will gift you with radiating energetic light, willingness to live an exceptional life comes from having an open mind, but it helps to be curious, filled with wonder, and to have a desire to grow with understanding. Your perspectives and opportunities will expand exponentially when you are willing to experience life, no matter how it twists and turns. Allow your mind to reflect openly about what it receives as input, how it processes thoughts on the moment, and to accept various possibilities so you will see the world as a bounty of joy and beauty. Being willing to consider new ideas without prejudice from previous understandings is to be open-minded. An open mindset allows you to adapt when times get tough, learn from upheaval, and have hope for a brighter tomorrow. The want to survive is a will to live. The will to live, sorry, the want to live is a will to experience life. Experiencing life with an open mind requires having courage to explore a moment mindfully. The bravery to gain understanding through reflective inquisition and to expand your perspective through intrigue. Open-mindedness is kind of a willingness to see life from the creator's perspective, where everything is perfect as was intended. Each speck of sand, every form of flora, the full biodiversity of fauna, and every unique human. We just have to experience the heaven that is on earth so we can find the mental nirvana. It is no secret that much of the hate in this world is rooted in fear or trauma as a safety response programmed by what they call our monkey brain. 
These days it feels as if we live in this negative mindset, but historically, humanity has always opened their minds to accept, understand, and see beyond adversity in ways that have transformed us from cave people to sophisticated intellectuals. <clears throat> Somewhere during this transformation, we realized the importance of having an open mind in survival, so we have worked hard over generations to fine-tune our five senses, allowing it to fully take in the details of a moment. We worked even harder to enhance our sixth and seventh senses, intuition and reflection, so we can observe and label our emotions and feelings in an objective manner. Being willing to process the data received by the sixth and seventh sense bring deeper awareness to the third eye, pineal connection to the creator. As a youth, I used mindfulness incorrectly, distracted and turned off my responses to certain situations. I developed what I called switches. I could hurt myself badly and just turn off the pain. If I was hungry, I would just turn off the signal. I even learned to turn off negative emotions. I did this by mindfully focusing on everything but what my body was saying. Eventually, it all boiled into a breakdown labeled as complex PTSD. I had to learn mindful self-care to understand why I pushed myself so far and that my body speaks to me for a reason. It is all we have. We should care for the vessels that contain all that complex thought. Opening your mind takes more than accepting the information provided by your senses. It also requires understanding. What it all means without judgment is a willingness to see that the moment is a glimpse into the multidimensional story of past, present, and future, layered into one expression. I was about, to I was about eight or nine when my reflective intuition gave my soul the reins for me to understand the world I perceived in more depth. The moment I realized the depths of life were so mind-opening, I will never forget. I was walking through the forest with my dad and we were discussing trees. I asked questions and he answered as best he could, but then I felt it. The trees saying, I saw the wild plains, I saw the settlers. I wept as my neighbor was cut down for lumber. I survived fires. Kids have climbed me. I have given shade. I have survived for hundreds of years. The adult mind does not listen as openly as the child. So we must concede consistently to seek to expand our perspectives with a willingness to collect all the pieces of the data a moment can give. What we know as the common way is understood as safe and uncertainty of others is scary. So we often have to use hindsight as a reminder that we grow from engaging with the unknown and making it tangible. In elementary school, I started to see how privilege separated people and I couldn't understand my place. It was expected for the underprivileged to have trauma, but not much would be done about it except placing a band-aid of support, like donations. The more money you had, the more trauma was swept under the rug. I was middle class and quickly learned that any expression that made you not fit in would have your family labeled as bad in some way. My dad brought me, bought me a rug and a broom like most parents, even the lower class, but all I ever saw were other people's lumpy rugs. 
and I would use my broom to help them clean it out, making it easier to walk up them and say hi. It is our role in life to allow the information that opens our mind to guide us to express compassion for the moment and all involved while learning to understand how our unique involvement and perspective make the world an amazing place. Seeing the same for others, we all have a purpose. Life itself is a privilege, but to live life to the fullest, well, that is a choice. One of my favorite quotes, an open mind leaves a chance for someone to drop in a worthwhile thought by Mark Twain makes for a great mantra. Being willing to let information in and letting it expand your understanding on how to mindfully perceive a wondrous life will spark new curiosity to see how much you can open your mind. Curiosity is intrigue that urges you to experience life with a strong desire to learn or know something. It is a willingness to step outside of your comfort zone to see the world from different perspectives. Having a willingness to let curiosity guide you to learn, explore, and experience the world for what it is gives you a sense of confidence that everything will work out with a bit of hopeful faith and solution orientation. The world has grown, both human and nature, due to the curiosity of so many who you, where science was used to understand theology, math was used to understand time and space, language expanded to give us a code we can relate to, art was used to express, and we matched it all, mashed it all together to understand how we interact with each other. Every time we learned from an issue, we explored the possibilities to experience a solution that improves the psychological quality of life. One of the most amazing aspects of living life is the diversity of what can be learned. Anything you are willing to follow, you can choose to learn about. The more things we can learn, the more we understand the beauty of life and the capacity we have to experience great things as a collective. I chose a life that many would say was a squander of my great mind, but I feel blessed because my experiences are what gave me my awareness. I didn't stay in a single focus or dedication academically, productively, socially, or expressively, so I did not acquire professional status, but I gained an ability to see from an inclusive, compassionate perspective improving my skills in so many areas, helping me on my explorer journey. It takes all things to make the world go round, but finding the right thing for you is difficult. You need to explore the world as it is presented to you. A willingness to explore the unknown makes it known. The shadows will no longer hide the truth and limits will seem further and further away. I learned the meaning of authentic self-acceptance through the diversity of lifestyles that I got to experience from the ages of 10 to 30 years old. I made drastic changes every five years, each giving me a new layer of personal understanding and character traits. However, none were fully me, and at a point, they presented a clear time for me to move along. Humans have a lot on their minds, so we often don't recognize we are choosing to experience something 
until we are already deeply entangled in it. Learning to recognize how we thoughtfully proceed through a moment allows one to mindfully acknowledge the choices we are making to experience different aspects of life. Experiences are frequent, but with a willingness to see how it changes you, you will be granted transformation to be positive. So I spent most of my life blending through experiences like a chameleon. Comforts still inhibits my willingness to experience some things. I fear losing myself to the ambitions of wealth, so I walk away from opportunities involved making money or mingling with money makers. Likewise, the experience I had with love gave realization that there is no perfection and friendship has more value than passion. So I wear blinders to all the passionate advances from potential soulmates, knowing my husband will always be beside me as my best friend. A role in life is to recognize the choice is always personal. When choosing to experience, to explore and learn from moments, we are transformed into our purpose by having a willingness to be molded by our own curiosity. Curiosity is the compass that leads to your passion. Follow it and you will find purpose, as quoted by Elizabeth Gilbert. Another favorite quote that I follow is, curiosity is essential for progress. Only when we look into the world beyond our own can we really know if there is room for improvement, which is a quote by Simon Sinek. Once your curiosity is piqued and you're willing to choose to be open-minded about a moment, you need to weigh the odds and if the intrigue leads to fulfilling your desires, creating a path to achieving your purpose. Willingness to really live life is generally perceived as going against basic human de desires, but it actually enhances your ability to feel you have them. Historically, being closed-minded was safe and curiosity would kill the cat, but modern capitalist times reflect each extreme produces extremes through personal desire. Balance is the method to have basic desires attained. Every human has a basic desire to feel safe, connected, and relevant because feeling such means we do not need to survive in fear. The easiest way humans developed was to create borders around self, house, community, and geographic location. It is how we keep control. However, each time a handful braved a curious open mind, they discovered how to feel comfortable in a way that expanded the world into amalgamation. We desire many things from possessions to lifestyles, but on any level of desire, the three basics must be there for you to seize the moment. Being rich is the most common desire in our capitalist society because you can buy safety and friends which ensures you have relevant power. Our concept of what is safe expands as we willingly explore with acceptance and understanding, reducing the expectation that safe looks one way, which allows you to create a safe feeling for yourself wherever you are. As a child, I latched onto my father because he felt safe after my infant abuse, while my mother became the bad guy even though the perpetrator was my stepbrother. As a teen, I created safety from perfection, holding back the verbal whipping of my peers. 
until as an adult I wore a suit of armor that safely locked away my traumas and presented only the ideal. Now I find safety and honesty because when they know they can't assume, keeping my story safely authentic. Connection is an extension of safety. It is how we relate, partner, and create friendly alliances with those around us. It is easy to form bonds with commonality as diversity is surrounded by uncertainty. Our fear of others is overcome by willingness to accept and understand, reducing the expectation that connection looks only one way, which allows you to create unique ways to connect yourself to others wherever you are. I have wandered for decades, easily making friends, but never finding connection. So accepting curiosity had me connect, learn, and disconnect from many friends, lifestyles, and lover lovers. This period is my gave me my greatest desire to fully be accepted by someone. My blessings, though, were partial connections to many, but no wholehearted alliance. Contrary to popular belief, reliance is not being the hot topic Sorry, relevance is not being the hot topic popular person, but feeling seen, heard, and wanted, which is achieved through safe connection. We are so uniquely different that no matter how much we have in common, there will always be uncertain differences. Having a willingness to accept and understand reduces the expectation that relevance is related to esteem, which allows you to create moments for yourself to re feel relevant wherever you are. My desire for connection has impacted my feeling of relevance forming thoughts in line with invisibility syndrome where I don't feel seen or heard by those I hold dear like my husband, children, and mother. These thoughts reflect in my behavior such as over-explaining and rambling on repeat when I feel a lack of attention. Our role in life is to be willing to seek out experiences, create environments where we can enjoy life, achieving our desired goals, feeling assured our basic desires are, are or will be fulfilled. Desire is the starting point of all achievement. Not hope, not a wish, but keen pulsating desire, which transcends everything as, which transcends everything. As quoted by Napoleon Hill, our desires to change must be greater than your desire to stay the same, which is another great quote variation from Socrates about change. Every moment in life we transform from a willingness to fulfill our desires, learning to understand what fuels our our desires and the actions we are willing to take to do so. Each authentic moment towards that moves us towards our desires garners a safe, connected relevance that expands our willingness to live life like we want to be alive. Being willing to live a life of joy is a personal choice that you make each moment. You must follow your authentic path with an open mind, willingness to follow your curiosity and understand your desires. 
allowing yourself to mindfully understand what you perceive so you can learn to explore each experience, creating safe connections that accept and nurture you as relevant as a relevant life and life will become what you make of it. Are you willing to make it a good life? Be willing to live like you're happy and be, to be alive each day. As I leave you to think on this topic, I challenge you to think about this mindfulness exercise until then as well. Ask yourself, how bad do you want to live life as your true self? Are you willing to open your mind to see sides of you that you have repressed for years? Are you willing to be curious about the possibilities life presents you in experiences? Most importantly, do you desire to be more than tangibly happy? I will close the conversation by drawing another card from the positive attitude zone. The question will be the opening question for next episode. Card drawn is purple for relationships. And the question is, what is your best family memory? We will get to that next week. But in the meantime, you can get your past cards, positive attitude zone at graduatethrivers.com. That's spelled small g, capital I'm sorry, capital G, small R-A-D, capital U, small I-T, capital T, small H-R-I-V-E-R-S dot com. Stay wonderful, wholesome, happy, and open-minded, as natural as you can, smile as much as you can. Take care until we talk again. This has been Heidi Hardy on the Mind Matters podcast, presented by A Light for Change. Have a wonderful day.